We're holding in Shmuel Perek Zayin. Pasuk Hei. And there the Pasuk tells us, Vayem Shmuel. Shmuel says, Kiftu es kol Yisrael ha-mitzpasa. Gather the whole of the Jewish people to mitzpah. Vespail batchem b'lashem. And there Shmuel says he's going to dive into everybody on their behalf, to Hashem on everyone's behalf. Why was this tefillah necessary? So we first we find that mitzvah was a central place of davening, even when the Mishkan was standing. When the Kaisa wanted to gather, they gathered in mitzvah. Uh, for example, when we saw the campaign against Binyamin, and the Jewish people all gathered uh, to, to plan their attack against Binyamin, they gathered in mitzvah. We find other times also later, when the Jewish people gathered to make decisions communally, it was always in mitzvah. We don't know exactly where mitzvah is, it's somewhere in the central parts of Eretz Yisrael, according to some of us, not very far from Shida. But that was the that was the place where was the gathering point, so to speak, for Klai Yisrael. So Shmuel gathers all Klai Yisrael to mitzvah, and some went to daven for Hashem. What was the difficulty that the Jewish people were facing, that they wanted Shmuel to daven for them? So we saw already previously that the Maaseh, the aftermath of the defeat in the battle, which uh, they had lost to the Plishtim, was that now the Plishtim were ruling Eretz Yisrael. And they were, they were oppressive rulers. And if obviously Klai Yisrael was suffering under the, under the, the, the rulership of the Plishtim, so someone who wanted to govern them. So the Pasuk says, Vayikavtu ha-mitzpasa, again, people listen to Shmuel. The Pasuk Vav, Vayikavtu ha-mitzpasa, Klai Yisrael gathered together in Mitzvah, Vayishavu mayim, they drew water, Vayishbuchu lifnei Hashem. And they poured the water in front of Hashem. And they poured the water in front of Hashem, Yishukayim, and And they fasted on that day, Vayayim Rosham, Vatanu Hashem. And they said, We sent to Hashem. So they were doing tshuva. Vayishpoit Shmuel as the day Yisrael the mitzvah. And Shmuel judged the Jewish people in mitzvah. Now, it's a lot of interesting things happening in one post. So the idea that Klai Yishol gather in mitzvah and they make a Yom Tfilah or Yom Tshuva, we understand. Uh, that's why they fasted. Fasting is always a way to uh, show penitence, to show that you, you, you're looking to do tshuva. The fact that they said to Hashem, Khatanu, that we stand was vidui. But uh, the two points in the passage, which is explanation, is firstly, what was the idea of drawing water and pouring in front of Hashem? What kind of procedure is that? Uh, and number one, number two, why does it bring here that Shmuel judged the Jewish people in mitzvah? What was the point of judging them? So, uh, on the second point, there's two different explanations. Let's talk about that first. The Malvin says, and as we know, there's a difference between a virus that a person dies, that a person dies with child pain in the Malkin, and an virus that child pain in And therefore, the way to uh, to get kapara for virus, which are in the category of pain adam the Malkin, is the person has to daven to Hashem and do tshuva. And when it comes to Averis, which Averis, but not in the Chavere, so then it's not enough just to do Chavere, a person has to restore what belongs to his friend. And therefore, and therefore, when it comes to, when it comes to Klaishul's Chavere, so what was Nagayas is a Malvin, so Averis, but not in the Chavere, so Averis, the Malkum, I'm sorry, that they did Chavere for, that they did Vidui for. And when it came to those Averis, which are not in the Chavere, so, and that Shmuel judged him in mitzvah to see who was right, who was wrong, how much was owed. And therefore the judgment was part of the tshuva process. It was to know for the Averis, what was the right thing to do. 
that's the Malbin's explanation. And therefore it was part of what was necessary to ditch it. Um, there's a second explanation from the Rambam. And the Rambam brings a, a raya from the Gemara in Tainus. The Gemara says in Tainus, the Gemara says in Tainus that what we meant to do when you declare a fast day because we want to do a communal chava. So the Gemara says what Ezra did. When Ezra came back from a bubble with a big following of Jews and they were doing things wrong. And then Ezra also declared a fast day as day of chava. So the Pasuk in Ezra says that Ezra spent the morning of the first uh, checking what everyone had done wrong and thinking what ways can we attacking everything, what you know, barriers can we put in place to prevent this happening again, and how can we get people to do the And then after spending time weighing up what had been the reason for the mistake and how to fix it, then they spent the second part of the day uh, davening and uh, asking Hashem to forgive them. And the Rambam brings from this that that's what the standard the, the, the schedule of a day should be on a timeless which the Tzibur has accepted on themselves to do the and they have spent part of the day uh, ascertaining what did we do wrong and how we're we going to fix it. And the other part of the day involved in, in, in Slichus and in Vidri. Because to spend the whole day just involved in diving and, saying, and doing Trevor without actually thinking what have we done and how we're we going to correct what we've done is not going to yield the results. I always say this before Yom Kippur. And that is Yom Kippur is devoted to the Vidri part of the Trevor. Yom Kippur is divided to the Vidi part of the Trevah. That's what we say again and again, that's all very good. But that by itself isn't a full Trevah. And Trevah also needs an analysis of what was the mistake that we apologizing for and how we're going to fix it. And the problem is that uh, Yom Kippur, uh, the day is too short, so to speak, to do that as well. And that's why we have a Sesimei Trevah. A Sesimei Trevah is brought in the, in the Kubalim. Yeah, a person is a whole week to go and analyze everything they do and they have to have every day what they do that, that, that Sunday, that Monday, whatever it is and then think, what are we doing wrong and what can we do to improve and if that's the character of the Rambam that's the way that a person is meant to spend the time in Sibur and that's the same idea we find over here that Shmuel wants to do the Trevor so this, uh, part of what he does is they, they, they fast and they daven and they do duty the other part of what they do is the which means he judged them like what was the mistake we were doing and how are we going to correct it so that's uh, the explanation of how the fact that Shmuel judged them was a necessary part so to speak of the avoid of the day now regarding the first part of the passage what it means that they drew water and they poured it in front of Hashem yeah. the first part of the passage what does it mean that they drew water and poured it in front of Hashem so the Nadam of Hashem explain this figuratively and not literally. Which means they don't mean they actually drew water for the front of Hashem. But it means like the Targum says over here that, the, that they poured their hearts out, so to speak, in sincere remorse as if it was with children. Um, like the Apostle says, to pour out your heart like water. And therefore the water they poured wasn't literal water, but figuratively it means that they were they were open to doing trivia and that was a, that they intended to change. Now, that's okay. So what does it mean by Yishavu Maim? Where they draw the water from. It just means they poured the water. Um, so that's why. So the, the Malbim, who comes to explain that kind of Mahalaf also says that by Yishavu Maim means that they cried. And it's interesting. He says the Maim is talking about so the, is the water of tears 
and then there's two different things. They, they were contrite, and they also cried, and that's considered, so to speak, drawing water. But then again, it means that the Pasuk isn't meant to be understood literally. Rashi understands it literally. And Rashi understands the chat of the Pasuk means that they literally poured water on the floor. They drew water, they poured on the floor, and what was the point of that? Rashi says it was a simen hachna. It was a sign of contrition. Why? We, so to speak, as lowly as the water which we just poured on the ground. Now, okay, so we could think of many things which maybe are lowly, are, so to speak, are, have been are, have been used for whatever purpose it is and now show a sign of humility. Why the Dafka chose water, I don't know. That would be all fitting within Rashi's explanation. It's just a sign of showing that we, as the, so to speak, we lower ourselves as much as the water which we pour on the ground. But there is another understanding of this idea of the water. And that's another pasuk which comes much later in Shmuel. Um, now, just a bit of background, so you understand what the pasuk is talking about. Uh, there's a lady who's called the Isha Chachama, and she is sent to David Amelech. Isha Chachama, she's a clever lady, that's the. From someplace from the Grah Olives. From Takah, that's right, from the first of the Grah Olives. And she sends David Amelech with a bet scheme. In other words, she's meant to present a case to David. And uh, David doesn't understand that this is really a remiss to him. And uh, he's going to give her guidance, and she's going to say, well, you know, you've just spoken for yourself. I think the case I just gave you applies to you too. Okay, so that's the story of the Isha Takah, the lady who came to tell the story. But what she, what, what's the, what practical for us is what she tells David and Melech, she's a person like this, Ki namus. She said, we're all going to die. Like water which has been poured on the floor. And that portion says a very unusual explanation of death. To say, Kimois Namas, we're all going to die is understood. All people are going to die. And you want to give a marshal for people dying, you can say like a candle that goes out, like something like that, which was alive and now is no longer alive. But what's the idea of we're going to die like water which is poured on the floor? That's a, a, the, the last that the Pasuk is, later in Shmuel, based. Arts, and water which is poured on the floor. Why is that the marshal for a person dying? Like water which has been spilt. An answer is, this is something which Ba'atsam is a concept really based in the Arizal. I'm just going to adapt it to what it means in the context here. And that is that if one would imagine, let's talk about the case of water being poured on the floor. So naturally a person doesn't want to pour water on the floor. It's a waste of the water. Normally a person wants to pour water into some kind of a container. What happened, The problem is, when the container breaks, so then the water lands up on the floor. Now, the original explains that the life that Hashem gives a person is like that water. And it's been given to a person to use. That's why Hashem gives a person life. But if the person squanders life, so then you know, that, that life has been wasted. Hashem gave a person time, Hashem gave a person opportunities. If he doesn't use them, it's been wasted. Or to use the Arizal's language, if so to speak, if, a, if Hashem pours water into a person's clean, into a person's uh, barrel, a person's uh, jar that can hold the water, and the person cracks the jar, the water's not going to spill. And therefore, if a person doesn't utilize the opportunities Hashem gave them, Hashem is giving them to use, they're wasting, so then the water which Hashem is giving them is being poured out on the floor. It's being, it's being destroyed. And therefore, what's the issue that Kairos was saying to David? We're saying to David, When people die, it's if they don't maximize, and that's exactly the message she wanted to say. You know, she wanted to tell him that the story which she came to try and hint to him is 
that he had banished David had banished his son Absalom, and she wanted him to bring Absalom back. And said so it's a waste, it's a chaval, it's like the loss of all the years that you've banished Absalom for. And therefore she says, we're all going to die, and like water which is important on the floor. Which means, if a person doesn't utilize their opportunities in life, maximize them, so then all that opportunity is wasted. And therefore he said, we're going to die one day. If we didn't maximize the, the, the chances we had in our lives, so then it's, you know, we, the, the water that we were meant to be given, that, that, that uh, chance that Hashem gave us, we wasted, we put it on the floor. And that's, yeah, that's the concept of, so to speak, the spilled water. In other words, the fact that Hashem gave water to be used, gave it to be stored, gave it to be kept. And if a person wastes it, so then they put it on the floor. Now if that's the case, then the idea of pouring water on the floor is the simul for chiva. It's the simul for chiva to say that you know, we, that's what we've done wrong. That we've misused the opportunity that gave us, we've wasted the water. And therefore to draw water and pour it on the floor would be a symbol of showing physically that we've wasted the, what we had, we've poured it out for no reason, it's just gotten lost. And uh, it's a symbolic of the chiva that we're trying to do, which is to say that we've done wrong and we wasted our opportunities, we didn't get anything from it. And really, if you now take that concept and translate it back into what the words would be, it's better than what we say in the video of Yom Kippur. And if we say that, Hashem, you gave us so much good, and we, we, we misused it, we didn't gain anything from misusing it. And because we wasted that, we wasted that opportunity. That would be the symbol of, of drawing water, which is useful, because is clean water, is life-giving water, and throwing on the ground, which means just to ruin it, a symbolic of chiva, which is saying we realize that we, that's what we've done with the life Hashem gave us. Okay, that's uh, that's uh, the con- that, that's the, the so to speak the marshal of the pasuk. There's one other time we find this in the Nach also. Uh, just that is a bit more of an explanation, but it's really the same principle. And that is when the Nisha builds the Mizbeach on Harakarno in his famous uh, confrontation with the Abal. Eliyahu, sorry, Eliyahu builds a Mizbeach on Harakarno in his famous confrontation with the Abal. So he tells his Nisha, his servant, his Talmud to take water and pour it over everything. Pour it over the Mizbech and pour it over the stones and pour it over the ditch that he dug around it. Now, of course, part of what he was doing was magnifying the nest. Normally, fire doesn't burn water. And here the fire would come down from Shemayim and burn the stones and burn the sand and burn the water, burn everything. So, for sure, it magnified the nest. But there was, there was more to it than that. He wasn't just trying to show that the fire can burn water. He was trying to show the same motion of how much be of, of wasting the water, so to speak, which was the lesson of Klai Yisrael, that they thought they had done wrong. Okay, so that's the idea that Klai Yisrael did, the, the, the tshuva, like we said, both the tshuva benon and the makam, and the tshuva benon and the not just the vidi, but also the discussion and the uh, coming to a certain implementation of what we're going to change in order that it should happen again, and it was a good tshuva. Now, now, at the same time that Klai Yisrael had gathered to do tshuva, now remember the Plishtim, like we said, had were over the the overlords of Israel at the time. So they saw this tremendous uh, convocation of Jews all streaming to mitzvah, and obviously they were smelling a rebellion. So what happens? Vayishmu Plishtim, he is to the Israel mitzvah. So the Plishtim here, that the Jewish people had gathered in mitzvah, and therefore they think this is uh, they're going to gather to fight. So we're going to we're going to preempt the attack. So the officers of the Plishtim, they gather their forces and they march against the Jewish people. So the Jewish people had the bitter experience of their previous 
defeat, and they're scared that they're still not coming to fight again. So, Vayemer B'nai Yisrael El Shmuel Al Tachar which means don't keep quiet from us. Mizaykel Hashem from davening to Hashem. The kind of Yashem we are The Rosh will daven for us that Hashem should save us from the Pishtim. Now it's interesting. We don't see a Shmuel daven. What does Shmuel do? Shmuel takes a small lamb, a tlechodov, which means it's still nursing from its mother, so a baby lamb, and he brings the oil in front of Hashem, and then, then after he brings his carbon, then Shmuel davens to Hashem on behalf of Klai Yisrael, and Hashem answered him. Now, Chazal say on this passage, that Shmuel's carbon, uh, Shmuel's carbon broke three rules of of carbonus. And if that's the case, he was, he was obviously a novi and had sanctioned from Hashem to do it. But for Edson, there would be three problems with bringing a carbon like this. The first one, it's a gemara, uh, the the gemara that says in it's a midrash that says there were three isurim that show Shmuel did with this carbon. The first one is that it was Mechus's man. It is a minimum age that a carbon has to be, and it's eight days old. And here, this was a baby lamb, it was less than eight days old. So that was the first mistake Shmuel made, well, not mistake, the first thing which was, would have otherwise been also in this carbon. Shmuel obviously was allowed to do it, because of the world, but... How do you see that from the Pasuk? You don't see the Pasuk, it's the Chazal. Chazal telling us that this was a story, that it was too young. nine days old. Right, 100%. We don't see it right from the Pasuk. Chazal, we have, uh, they told us this is a story. Well, maybe you can't check the carbon until it's eight days old. Sorry? You can't check the cover until it's eight days old. And that's what they're wrong. So the fact that it's saying khalom, meaning that it's probably not just a stamped flat, it's probably something even younger than that. Could be. Uh, I didn't see a dafka, a deal, a just means it was still nursing. But uh, maybe, maybe that's the time. Either way around, they say that's the first thing which was, uh, would otherwise have been also. But then the other two are much harder to understand. They say number two, the shkut echutz. He brought it outside the mishkan. And number three, shmuh. Oh. And number three, it says Shmuel was a lady, not a coin. And that's the case, so why is he bringing the carbon? Now those two things, all the Mephoshim ask in the Midrash, that what's the problem? We've been talking now after, after Shira was destroyed. And after Shira was destroyed, it's mutter to bring carbon to Salavala. Which means whoever you want to make him is Bech. And if that's the case, what did Shmuel do wrong by bringing it uh, by a bomb? You know, there's, not, there's not been an anti brought in any specific place. And the second point, and this is maybe a, maybe a discussion at the night, and that is, we don't find that you have to have a coin on a bomber. A coin was dafk in the Vesemigdash, or a coin was dafk in the Mishkan. By a bomber, other people can bring carbonus too. And if that's the case, if Shmuel as a lady would bring a carbon on a bomber, we wouldn't, have, we wouldn't technically have a problem with that. Um, now, so that's the, that's the kasha on the Midrash, uh, the Gemara. And that is, what, 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 what is the, why is it found fault, so to speak? It says Shmuel needs a special sanction as a novi to do what he did. We don't find that, besides the fact that maybe Chazal said it was too young, which also isn't the first in the Pasuk, but besides that, the other things we find that he did, that he did there wouldn't have been a problem to do. There wouldn't have been a problem to do. So why, why, why is it Kilo? Lashon of the Midrash is Shlosha Averis Nasu. The three Averis Why would that be a problem? Rashi is interesting. He's quoting the Gemara, and he seems to say a different point. It's not what the Midrash says, but he understands that one of the various was that this, this baby lamb that Shaul brought was a female lamb. 
they're dying for the word, it says Vayalehu without the Vav. So really it's Gurir Vayaleha, which means he brought her. Now it would be a female lamb as Laila, and that's Taka Asa. We saw before, you can't bring females as Ailas. Only male Kabbalists can be Ailas. If that's the case, then this would Taka be a Hirasha, because there isn't a, we, there isn't a case, uh, so to speak, in the Torah where a female animal could be an Ailas. No, it has to be a male animal. If, if Shmuel did different, and what a female animal is an Ailas, that would Taka be something which would need a sanction as a lobby to do, because normally one wouldn't really have to be even a female Ailas. But that doesn't answer the third point, and that is what would be the problem if a lady would bring a carbon. So this really brings us to a halakhic discussion. And that is, the, when, at the time when there wasn't a central Mishkan or Besamekdash, you know, it's like now, when China had been destroyed, and the Besamekdash hadn't been built. So we said it was Musa to bring carbonus and the bomber, which means a person could make themselves an enemy's back and bring, bring their own carbon. And they didn't need a coin for that. You know, from the Gemara, the Gemara is clear that the din of a coin is not an Obama. But the question is, maybe that's only applying to a carbon yachid. Which is, if I want to bring my private carbon, so I can bring it in my backyard, in my own private mizbech. But if someone's bringing a carbon to add the tzibur, and as a carbon tzibur, then maybe the coin is not to be involved in being the ones to bring a carbon tzibur. And if that's the case, so then... Uh, if this carbon which Shmuel was bringing as the kapara for Klai Yisrael or as the way that Klai Yisrael were going to get answered by Hashem in their fight against the Plishtim was the Ad Klai Yisrael then he should have had a kind of and therefore it needed a special kilo hetzer uh, as Shmuel was a lobby to bring a carbon tibur even though he was a lady now the question we need to ask is was there a reason it had to be done like that in other words was there a reason why sh- let's say the problem was the animal was too young or not going to rash their problem with the animal was the female. Well, was there a reason why to choose an animal which isn't kosher for an item? One should Shmuel just find the animal which was kosher for an item. Why was it necessary to bring a carbon with special dispensation, a kilo that uh, this was the carbon they could bring, and not uh, not bring a carbon which would be a regular carbon that a person would be allowed to bring? It's not something the Farshim talk about. But the question is, maybe the, what you knows what's the what's the what, what, was the, what was the circumstance of when Shmuel brought this carbon? In other words, do we say that this was all he had? And therefore he decided, I need to bring a carbon, this is what I'm going to bring, even though it doesn't conform to regular carbonus. Or was this a lechat khila option? Which means Shmuel could have chosen other things too, and he, for some reason, that could chose something which wouldn't normally be brought as a carbon. Um, that doesn't tell us like why 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 that for Shmuel chose this this animal as a carbon. The notion of Rashi in Avodah is it's mashma that it was two carbonists. Clay Chodov means the lamb and the mother who was nursing the lamb. And if that's the case, then that's what Rashi got from that is talking about a female animals, talking about the mother animal. There will be another problem too. If that's the case, then unless the Russian Rashi is Rachel Menika Espana, the Rachel is the the lamb Menika Espana, and it was nursing its baby. So unless we're going to say that he means only the mother, and therefore we take the pasuk out of the simple meaning, and we say that it means the mother of the baby lamb was was shechted. So then then there will be another issue involved as well, because you know the Rachel is you can't shech the mother and the baby in one day. Okay, so again, we're asking the question, so if I haven't seen any Mufarish who asks the question, 
why does Shmuel look for a carbon that uh, halachically isn't uh, isn't the carbon was allowed to bring? If again, assuming he would have had other carbons, if this was all he had, then it's not a question. But assuming he could have had other carbons to bring, we are left with the question: Why did Dafka bring this carbon? Now, there's one more point to pass. Just reference quickly: Hashem, Hashem answered him, which means Hashem answered him uh, that he's going to save the Jewish people from the Christian. And now here we see an interesting insight. And I'm going to explain this insight with a story that I heard from somebody who was there at the time. Uh, and that is, in here in Israel, in 1948, before the war began, so the, 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 the Jews who were living here were mortally afraid. They knew that they had come out no, no defenses, and they were being attacked by seven different countries simultaneously, and people were really terrified that there was going to be a second Holocaust. And... They had young tefillahs before the war broke out, you know, but they had young tefillahs in every Jewish in every Jewish study, wherever there were people gathered, you know, that they should be saved. They, they thought they were, looking, they were staring at the extinction, that they were being just completely destroyed. So I heard from somebody who was at the young tefillah in Yerushalayim, where it was led by Mrs. Amin Meltzer and the Briskarov, and the Gdolim at the time who were living in Yerushalayim. And he said that all the Jews of Yerushalayim gathered, it was uh, after Pesach, and uh, the Yom Tefillah, he said the whole Sefer to hit him, and Abina uh, Markeno, and uh, people were crying, they already felt this was a, you know, the, the situation where they were scared for their lives. So, apparently, when the, after a few hours, when the Yom Tefillah ended, so everyone went home. So, the Briskarov was going home, surrounded by obviously a whole group of people, and the Briskarov said to everybody, he says, Baruch Hashem, we won the war. What are you talking about? It wasn't even started yet. He said, yeah, he felt that the Tefillah was a serious Tefillah, was Mishkalb and Shemayim, and that's the case we won the war. Now, that's an amazing insight. And that is that sometimes it hasn't happened yet. But one can already feel that the Tefillah was accepted, we won. It's clear that uh, if, if the Tefillah was that we should be successful, the Tefillah was accepted, we'll be successful. So there's nothing to worry about anymore. And Faisal miraculously did win the war. Um, that's the same you said over here. Bayaneo Hashem. Shmuel knew Hashem had answered him before the war began. Before the Plishim, the Plishim was still gathering and hadn't yet attacked. And, like we said, the next point is the Plishim were going to attack. But uh, Shmuel had already been answered. Hashem, that you're going to win the war. He knew that the Tfilah was accepted. And he made it, he's nothing to worry about anymore. We, we've, won, we've won in advance. There's, there's such a hargasha, you know, can you hear Great people can get that if the Tfilah was accepted, so then ahead of the time that it's actually played itself out and that when seen how in real life it's going to it's going to manifest itself because already knows how much more accepted the Tefillah and therefore everything is going to be sorted out somehow that Kodesh Baruch is going to make a, make it a victory for Kodesh Yisrael it answered him and therefore the Kodesh Baruch is going to get saved